witness, bear witness to the greatest park has ever created, the smelling sod, starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Fimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Canella. Left hook, right cross, smelling song. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling song. You know I'ma knock him out, get the smelling song. Push. You already know this is the Smelling Salt Podcast, episode three. And ladies and gentlemen, I gotta wake up the boxing community up. It was on my mind, y'all. Oh yeah, smell the salt, man. Smell the salt. Wake up, I'm trying to tell you something. Smell the salt. I'm trying to tell you something. Smell the salt. <sighs> I gotta express to y'all where boxing is at today. Where boxing stands today. What type of era boxing is in today. Ahora, mimito. Boxing is in a new era A new era And that era is The over-marinating era The over-marinating fight era Who the hell is responsible for this, ladies and gentlemen? Who the hell is responsible for this? And ladies and gentlemen, I got two names for you I got two names. I give I give you two names who gave birth to this damn era. And of course, there's gonna be people that's gonna disagree or agree. There's gonna be people that gonna be like, no, it wasn't him. Yes, it was. It wasn't him. No, it's his fault. No, it's not. It's his fault. Everybody gonna be pointing fingers. Damn it, I'm pointing fingers at the two guys, whether I love them that much. Because in the end of the day, they are my Monday warrior, Monday gladiators. They put their life on the line for pure entertainment. So I respect all fighters, all fighters, men and women that step inside that ring, that step inside that octagon. I respect them all, but I have to hold people accountable. This damn era, the over-marinating era. The two guys that gave birth to it, it's none other than Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao. Oh, Yes. Oh, yes, what you talking about, man? What you talking about? No, it wasn't him. No, it was not. No, it was Mayweather. No, it was Pacquiao. No, it was Pretty Boy. No, it was the Pac-Man. No, it was Money Man. No, it was Bob Arum. No, it was, it was Al Heyman. No, it was PPC. No, it was Top Rank. No, no, Showtime. No. Go back and forth all you want, but I am holding the two guys in the ring accountable. Oh, yes. Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao gave birth to this over-marinating era. And for the people that don't understand over-marinating, is this. Of course, when we're going to see a fight, and of course some fights have to come, have to come through fruition, you want to build a fight, you want to marinate a fight. Another fighter calls another fighter out, and that's just probably the beginning. You know, they want to come up, or they already have their reign, the other fighter got his reign, and the fans... It's building, building the interest of seeing two fighters. A mega fight is in the future. A mega fight is near. A mega fight should be now. But then the now is not really their now. 
So you over-marinate stuff. You over-marinate the promoters and the fighters or the advisor or the managers or the networks, whatever. Oh, the fight is going to happen. It's telling the fans. The fans getting hunk-winked. This, the fight is going to happen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen in their next fight. It's going to happen next in a couple of months. It's going to happen next year. And then we end up watching a fight while they're in their last leg. Well, not in their last leg, but you already know. In the back end of their career. Not in their prime anymore. Not exciting couple of them, both of them probably lost a step. But the fight of the century, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather, was not the fight of the century, y'all. It was probably the worst mega fight I ever seen in me life. The worst mega fight in the history of a 100 plus sport. A hundred plus year sport called boxing. It was the worst. It was the worst. Of course, for Floyd Mayweather fans, they're going to be like, hey, Floyd Mayweather won. I told you it was going to be like that. I told you who was going to outbox him. I told you, I thought he was going to outclass him. For Manny Pacquiao, people feel like, hey, Manny Pacquiao won. Holyfield said Manny Pacquiao won. So a couple of people, he was the one the only pushing the action. In the end of the day, overall, there was no action, no action, nothing. It didn't exceed the expectation. It didn't match the expectation. It was horrible, y'all. It was highway robbery. It was highway robbery. Who in their right man was ex- who in their right mind was exciting? Excited about that. Huh? But it was the most successful fight in the history of boxing to me the event was doo-doo it was it was doo-doo it was poo-poo it was caca that's the way i feel about the fight it was poo-poo doo-doo and cocky caca wipe it throw in the toilet flush it yep and it reminds me like a, and when we're talking about I'm talking about Dudu, Kaka, and Poo Poo. That fight reminds me of you know when you're taking a big dump and it's like that big mahon, it's like a banana, and you're trying to flush it and it does and it just does, doesn't want to break in half. I know I'm trying to be na- I'm being nasty right now, but you, but you understand what I'm trying to say. That's what I feel about the fight. That you're trying to flush it and it's not trying to go down and not trying to break. It's, it just can't be gone. It can't be gone. I want it to be forgotten. I wish it never happened. Damn it. Break caca, break, break caca. I want you to flush, damn it. I don't know why I came with that analogy, but you don't you, you understand what I'm trying to say anyway. It was just a fight. It was just horrible. It was caca, like I said. Diarrhea, poop, fart, all that stuff. But it was successful. The most successful fight, the most money-making fight, the most lucrative fight. And that's what gave birth to the over-marinating fight. Because now, because it was that highly successful and everybody got paid money. Money. Ching, ching. Excuse me. Everybody got paid money. Money Pack, I got his biggest purse. Flo Mayweather got his biggest purse. And revenue, everybody was happy. Everybody left with a bank. But 
it wasn't good for boxing. Because now every promoter, every advisor, every manager, every network, every investor is following the damn blueprint. Because in the end of the day, it's not pride fighting. And we understand that. People that love the sport of boxing understand that it's not pride fighting, that it is prize fighting. And it's all about the green. It's all about the moolah. It's all about the cash. It's all about the money. Cash money. Don't give a damn about the fans feeling. In other words, they tell the fans to shut up, up and wait on a fight and you're going to pay for it, damn it. Because I said so. You're going to wait for it. Shut the hell up. I fight when I want to fight. We fight when we want to fight. We bring, we, we, we bring the event when we want to bring the event to you and you're going to buy it, you dumb fan. You're going to tolerate and you're going to wait on us and you're going to watch and you're going to pay. Now shut it up. That's what they're saying in other words to us. That's how boxing is speaking to us indirectly. I want to see Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. Shut up. It's not going to happen now. You just wait and wait. Shut the hell up, fan. You know nothing. That's how they're talking to us indirectly. But we want to see Bud Crawford and Errol Spence. Shut the hell up. You're going to wait until we overmarinate this stuff. And we're going to fight each other when Errol Spence is 36. And, and, and Bud Crawford is 38. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how they're talking to us. They're trying to, they're following the blueprint, y'all. Am I mad at them if I was a businessman? I can't. Because the blueprint is the most lucrative fight ever in the sport of boxing. It's business in the end of the day. It's business. It's not pride. It's chess. They're not playing chess with each other. They're playing chess with us. And we're the fools. We are the fools, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said at the beginning, of course, people are going to be like, whose fault it is? Whose fault it is? It's Manny Pacquiao's fault. You already know. And I don't even want to go to the details because, of course, this has been, this been documented. This has been reported. Enough. Enough. All over the world of boxing. Every media platform. Whether you're a casual, whether you're a hardcore fan, whether you're a casual media platform, or whether you're a casual, a, a, a hardcore media platform. We have covered this. Floor me whether they don't want to find Manny Pacquiao because they want to take the test. Manny Pacquiao said, you know what? Uh-uh, I don't want to take the test, even though I got a tattoo. But no, I, wouldn't, I don't want to take the test. Floor me whether they use that as an excuse. Then it was a going back and forth. I wouldn't take the test. Manny Pacquiao, I want to take the test and stuff like that. But la 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 just over-marinated one year and after another. Manny Pacquiao fighting whoever, Floyd Mayweather fighting whoever. And the fans still asking those questions to Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, when are you going to fight? When are you going to fight? Oh, it's him. No, no, it's him. No, it's him. No, it's him. No, it's him. It's pointing the fingers all over the place. It's just the damn, it just got, got us on our damn nerves. But guess what? We stayed. We tolerated all the BS. We tolerated just like a woman tolerates a man that's no good and he gets locked up all the time and she's still there giving him commissary money. She's still there. She's still there feeding the beast. She's still there. Bring him some groceries. 
He does nothing for you, but she's still there. She tolerates all the BS. She takes the van. She does it all. And all her friends telling you, you stupid. You stupid. He's nobody. He's shit. You could be better than that. You could do better than that. Why are you sticking by him? Why are we sticking by boxing? Because we love the damn sport more than the fighters love it. They love the business and we love the sport. They love the business, but we love the challenge. We love the legacy more than they love their legacy. That's the problem when it comes to boxing, that we want it more than they do. I mean, that's how it seems like. That's what it seems like. We want to see. We just don't want it. For example, we just don't want to see Bud Crawford versus Earl Spence just for us. But we're looking at it like, yo, that's the best legacy fight y'all can have now. But Crawford fight Earl Spence. That's the best name you can have now. Only fits well in your legacy. And there's like a, it's like a win-win situation. Win-win for your legacy. Win-win for your pockets. And win-win for the fans. I, I mean, it sounds logic to me. Damn it, right? <laughs> Does it sound logic to you, y'all? It sounds logic to me. But Crawford, Earl Spence, fight now. You don't got nobody to fight. Earl Spence got nobody to fight in front of him. Nobody got no contract right now. Make it happen. Y'all going to make the most money and it'll be the best legacy fight for yourself. So y'all winning and we winning and the whole sport wins. Everybody's happy. Duh. And y'all y'all prime. Duh. But no, it's not that simple. And you know what? I hear that in the sport of boxing a lot. It's not that simple. That's like a catchphrase in the sport of boxing. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. One promoter say, you already know it's you. The other promoter say, yo, you already know it's you. And then us, we're, we're the fans, and we're looking like, what the hell is going on? It's like, it, it, put an example. Have you ever been in school, and two guys is about to fight, or two girls about to fight, and they argue with one another, and they step each other, and, they, and, 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 bump, and it's like they go nose to nose. None of them pushes. They just talking to each other. And, 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 and you think you're about to watch a fight. Oh, yo, 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 this guy's about to fight this guy. Oh, yo, it's going to go down, y'all. It's going to go down. And they look at and, and they just in each other's nose like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then they push each other. They push each other. And then the, the, nothing happens after that. Nothing happens. That's the sport of boxing. That's how they keep us there is the anticipation. The anticipation pays. But the over-marinating part. The over-marinating when it really doesn't worth nothing. To them, it's worth money, but why would I want to see two guys pass their prime already? Because then it's still a lose-lose situation because we're still going to be like, we're going to watch a fight. For example, I'll give you an example. Let's say if let's say Wilder didn't lose to Fury, and we still wanted to see Wilder versus Joshua, right? And let's say Joshua didn't, didn't lose to Ruiz. See, Wilder should have never fought. Dominique Brazil and, and, and Anthony Joshua should have never fought Ruiz. That was the perfect time for Wilder to fight Joshua. The biggest fight in the sport of boxing could have been, you know, <laughs> the undisputed heavyweight. It was there. Two fresh new dudes, knockout artists. But you know what happened? They overmarinated. And guess what happened? The fight is done. It's gone. It's not lucrative because Deontay Wilder lost. And Anthony Joshua lost. They overmarinated the fight. In the 154-pound division, we wanted to see Jared Heard fight Jamal Charlo. That's the biggest fight in 154. Guess what? 
They over-marinate a fight. Charlo should have never fought Harrison. Her should have never fought J-Rock. And guess what happened? Upset. Ruiz threw the monkey wrench in a banger fight in the heavyweight division. J-Rock threw the mega fight in the 154-pound division. Guess what happened? Because they try to over-marinate a fight. Because they're trying to fight. They're trying to, to go and adopt that blueprint of Pacquiao and Mayweather. And you can see in the sport of boxing right now, we're losing all the real mega fights. We have big fights, but we're losing the mega fight because these dudes want to over-marinate. They want to follow the blueprint. They think oh, they're going by, hey, uh, I could see the business side right now. Hey, hey, but look, hey, relax, relax, fighter, relax, fighter. I know you want to fight that guy, but look, look how much we can make if we, we just wait one more year. If you just wait one more year, this is how much you can make. And then the fighter be like, true. Okay, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait. Just keep on calling him out. Let the fans anticipate, you know. The more you call each other out, you know, send them a tweet. You know, keep the people, keep the people, you know, talking about the fight. But we know we're going to fight like in a year or two. That's what they do, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Punch Run Boxing right now. You already know, man. Listen to Punch right now. Mr. Moonshine. I'm telling you the truth. I don't lie. No hablo mentira. I'm telling you the truth is the way it works. They know I'm gonna we're gonna fight in two years, but keep talking. Say that you're ducking me, and I'm gonna say that I'm ducking you. And this is the new WWE right now. Boxing is the new WWE. They just not good in, pro, in cutting promos. But it's like WWE. They just horrible in cutting promos. So because of Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao, because of the way they handle business, and because it was so lucrative, it was so lucrative, it was so successful, probably the most successful event in sports. Excuse me, hold on, give me one second, let me burp. Ooh, that was nasty. <sighs> but because of them, we have this era. Because of them. And I don't hear no excuses. We heard it all. We heard from both camps. At the end of the day, I got tired of listening to both of them. Both of them is the blame. Do they care they're the blame? No, they got their money. They got their money. And what we got? What do we get? A setback. So now everybody in the sport of boxing is trying to follow the blueprint. And that's why we're not getting the fight that we want to see. We're getting some fights. We're getting some good fights. But we don't get the fight that we want to see. How many? Ask yourself this. How many fights does the fans ask for? And I'm talking about in general. When the, most, the, 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 the mass of fans ask for. How many times do we get it? How many times do we get it within a decade? What was the most, what, what was the most intrigued fight that we all wanted to see? Around this time, right? We want to see Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. I believe the most mass fight at, a one, at one point wanted to see Wilder versus Joshua. We were thinking about Lomachenko versus Mikey. And we were thinking about, of course, Earl Spence and Bill Crawford. Before in the welterweight division, it was Thurman and, and, and Spence. But then, and then Thurman 
who be, actually became the Derrick Rose of, of, of boxing. Still got all the skills in the world, but we don't know if he's going to get hurt. He's looking kind of fragile. Yet even when Thurman, mass media, didn't, you know, first, I mean, the mass media, the casuals, still wanted to see Bud. And maybe because ESPN is a high traffic um, pub, um, media platform and Bud Crawford is on the top rank, top rank ESPN, they were like, you know what? Bud Crawford is the best and Earl Spence. So let's say they've been talking about that since 2018. We're in 2020 right now. You know we're going to see that fight in 20. So we're going to wait that, what, three more years? And the only the thing is they're getting older. They're getting older, and I'm getting older, damn it. I got a damn two-year-old right now, and they was talking about that fight. He's about to be three. What the hell is going on? This is too much of a business. And because right now, a lot of fighters right now, they become promoters right now. And they're their own boss. You would think, you would think that the fighters would actually make the fights and challenge themselves more. You would think if they have power, it reminds me of the NBA, right? The NBA, the NBA players, they gain more power, right? They get more money. And you would think that they could, they could do a lot. They, got, they hold a lot of power. They could do a lot of free agent. And they can manipulate the whole system right now. They can manipulate front office and everything. Trade me now because I'm not going to sign. So trade me now. And, tra- and trade me here. They could do that. Superstars could do that, right? But then what happened in the NBA? I didn't even watch the NBA that much because you already know. Because the players are not competitive like they used to be. They all want to be in the same team. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Wherever he goes, I go. Wherever I go, he goes. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. My buddy want to play with me. I want to play with my buddy. No competition. Look at the Lakers. Look at the Nets. Look at the, look at the Golden State. Look at the Houston. No competition. They want to have fun, get money, go to the club, and make you think that I want a ring. I don't want a ring. I got more money. My shoe deal makes more money than my NBA check. What the hell I think about a ring for? Ron Artez, Metal War Peace, sold his ring on eBay. Don't believe it, people. Do not believe when when athlete says, when you ask him a question, hey, what do you want out of your career? I don't care about the money. I don't care about anything. I just want a ring. Shut the fuck up. Stop lying. Stop lying and stop believing that BS. Ladies and gentlemen. No, I just want it for the, no, I want the ring. That's all I'm worried about in my career. I don't care about the contract. Don't talk to me about the contract. Yeah, PR, I know you pay. Your, your PR told you to say that. Come on, we're not dumb. Come on. Everything is a reality show. We're not stupid. We're not stupid. <laughs> you know, say stupido. It's stupida. So now we think that the boxers have all the power. So I think, oh, okay, now, now you remember what Errol Spence said to Bud Crawford? He said, 
when when Buck Crawford um stepped to to Earl Spence and said, "Yo, we're going to fight. We're going to fight." And then Earl Spence was like, "I'm a boss. I'm my own boss. You got to talk to your boss, top rank. You got to talk to your boss, top rank. I'm my own boss. Oh, you your own boss." And then later on in the conversation, he said, "Well, you got to talk to Al Heyman, but I thought he was your own boss. What the hell, you got to bring Al Heyman if you your own boss, huh?" They didn't even know how to cut a promo. They didn't even know how to talk trash to each other. All that for nothing. All that for show. But they're doing it just for the, for the reason that it could be a lucrative fight. Who was behind Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather? Al Heyman and Bob Arrow. So there's going to be people that are going to be, okay, so you can blame them too, Punch. Punch, you can blame them. I mean, they got something to do with it, but I'm still going. I, I'm still going to put it this way: if the fight was exciting, maybe I won't be thinking the way I'm thinking. Maybe that. If the fight was exciting, maybe I wouldn't be thinking what I'm thinking. Maybe I wouldn't be calling the overmarinating era. Maybe we had an exciting fight. Maybe if Floyd Mayweather was fighting rather than surviving, in my opinion. And Manny Pacquiao didn't throw 422 punches in which he was averaging like a thousand punch a fight. And then came with the soldier, in, um, soldier, uh, uh, I said soldier, shoulder um, excuse. Then I was like, yo, postpone the fight. And that's why I got to give both of them, both of them got to take accountability. Mayweather promised a, a, a good fight. I think he was just fighting to survive. He was just fighting on defense. He was just wanted to score on defense, in my opinion. Through no combinations, just through one shots at a time. Manny Pacquiao did press the fight, did press the fight, but he said he wasn't 100%. If you knew that you tore your rotator cuff or whatever, they postponed the fight, but no, he didn't postpone the fight. You know why? Because the money was too good. A lot of people thinking about like, and I love Manny Pacquiao, but a lot of people always give this this thing about Flo Mayweather. He only care about money. He only care about money. And Manny Pacquiao cared about money too, because if it wasn't about the money, he would have postponed the fight and come in hundred percent. Am I right? Come on, Manny Pacquiao fans, you got you. Gotta, you I, I know you stand. It's no It's no more. It's no more loyal fans. There's no loyal fans like many Pacquiao fans. Many Pacquiao fans and Conor McGregor. Let's keep it real. There's no loyal fans like a Manny Pacquiao fan and Conor McGregor fans. But in this one, you got to understand me. You got to uh, I break things down unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. Unbiasedly, logically, and objectively. Love Manny Pacquiao. Love the fan base. Love everything he does in the sport. Love everything he does. His humanitarian efforts. Everything. I believe that Manny Pacquiao is actually the goat. I said it. One of I, I said in my videos where you can check out my YouTube channel. Punch your unboxing. Subscribe to it. And a lot of people agree, uh, agree with me. A lot of people disagree with me. But at the end of the day, that's just my opinion. But I also was mad at Manny Pacquiao for not postponing the fight. If you're not going to be 100%. Because that was the Manny Pacquiao that I've seen. Floyd Mayweather, I think, I think he could have done more. I think he could have done more. Flo Mayweather Sr. was tight. Are you scared? Tell him his own son. Are you scared throughout the half of the first half of the fight? So he ain't never seen his, his, son, son, his son fight like that. I don't care what Flo Mayweather said. 
Flo Mayweather, you, you better than that. Manny Pacquiao, you better than that. Flo Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao gave us the worst performance of their career. And they got the money. They got paid. And now everybody's trying to do what they did. Marinate the fight over marinate the fight. That's the new era. That's the new era. And you know who's going to change it? You know who's going to change it? When two fighters fight in their prime and get as much money as Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. That's the only way the era will change. And I don't understand why these fighters do not want to fight right now where they could make that damn money. You just got to learn how to promote yourself, damn it. You just got to learn how to self-promote yourself, but these dudes do not how to self-promote themselves. Buck Crawford, he said, I ain't going, I don't got to be, I don't got to be like nobody else. I'm me. I don't have to sell myself. My, my fist do the talking. Well, your fist ain't enough, my man. This is entertainment. Your fist is not enough. Earl Spence. Earl Spence is talking a little more now, but it's not enough. It's not enough. And remember, Earl Spence don't got that promoter machine like 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 a Buck Crawford could have. But I don't think it's working. I think Buck Crawford needs to do more. It needs to do more. Or top rank is slacking. I don't know. Somebody got to do, do more. Floor Mayweather talked. People going to be like, well, Manny Pacquiao never told. Well, Manny Pacquiao got a damn country behind him. Put it that way. And you don't got that. You don't got that Earl Spence. And you don't got that Bill Crawford. You don't got that Deontay Wilder. Anthony Joshua does. Now Tyson Fury does. So now it's the new era of boxing. We're not going to see the prime fight because it, it didn't work. Not many that didn't work, but we know what works. Lucrative-wise, we're not going to see the mega fight. We're not going to see a mega fight where people are in their prime. Especially if Al Heyman is still in power and, 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 and Bob Arum is still the man. I mean, Bob Arum is probably the most prestigious promoter in the sport and the sport has ever seen. So I don't think he has that track of really over-marinating fights. I don't think he got that track record. I don't think, I, 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 and Don Quinto got that track record. He, he'll throw you in the wolves. And Golden Boy don't got that, don't, don't got that um, type of strategy as well. Canelo Alvarez, he put Canelo Alvarez versus Flo Mayweather quick. Oscar De La Hoya is one of those dudes that he fought everybody, everybody. So he don't got that bone in his body. Now, he, 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 his, his strategy is the same strategy he had in the ring as a fighter. Fight anybody. Why do you think Canelo Alvarez is the most prestige um, um, fighter in the sport of boxing today? Why is the most lucrative? Why is the cash cow of boxing today? Because he's the, probably the only one that's actually challenging himself. We wanted to see Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. We got two of them. They fought twice. It ain't take no three, five years to do it. Canelo Alvarez has been fighting so many challenges right now. But we don't know who's his next fight. He ran out of fighters. <laughs> Canelo Alvarez at the age of 29, which is actually in boxing right now, probably entering his prime. 
boxing years. Because we don't want the sport of boxing when I believe I believe in the sport of boxing 27, 28, 29, 30, maybe 31. It's probably your primary years because your intellect coexists with your physical. For the physicality, your athleticism. I believe that your intellect coexists with your physical at that age. And that's why I say it's prime. You're in your physical prime probably at the age of 25, 24. But at age 27, 28, that's when everything clicks. That's when everything clicks. That's why these fighters got to fight right now. Earl Spence, Bill Crawford got to fight right now. Fury versus Anthony Joshua got to fight right now. Forget about Deontay Wilder. I don't want to forget about Deontay Wilder, but let's be real. Deontay Wilder's 34 going to be 35. It's not Deontay Wilder's going to get better. They lost that mega fight. Unless Deontay Wilder in the trilogy comes back and this time lands the right hand. And this time, Tyson Fury won't get up like the Undertaker. And that's a big fight. That's a big fight. Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, that was a big fight. But it wasn't the mega fight because everybody was all, all about Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. That was the mega fight. Tyson Fury threw the monkey wrench on that one, but it was actually Andy Ruiz that threw the monkey wrench at this whole operation. Whole operation. Deontay Wilder, you know, remember what he said? He'll bet on himself? Look, lost all that money. He could have made one fight versus Anthony Joshua. The fight, that could have been the fight of the century. Two heavyweights who knock out artists. You already know somebody's going to get knocked out. Everybody's going to see that fight. But that's what happened when you over-marinate fights. I don't think it's unhealthy, the sport of boxing. I think we have, in the sport of boxing right now, I think I've never seen it. And I'm, a, and I'm a student of the game. And when we follow errors, have we seen so many potential? I'm talking about elite skill talent. I'm not talking about that this is like an elite era. I'm just talking about the, the skills are elite. The welterweight division is stacked. The 168-pound division is stacked. The middleweight division is stacked. The heavyweight division right now is stacked, but I'm not going to say that today's heavyweight got better skills than the last heavyweight. I'm not going to say that. But I'm saying this competition. 154-pound division may be changing. It, it, it changes uh, um, belts like Pampers. It's hard. You don't know who's going to be the, you, you don't know who's going to be a champion tomorrow. You got to up, upset J-Rock. J-Rock get upset by Banana. Jason Rosario. El Dominicano. El Bananero. Banana. I don't know if it's green or yellow. <laughs> I told everybody I was going to win. Nobody believed in me, but I was going to go out right there and win. I know you didn't believe in me, but I was going out and win. <laughs> you got a young crop of fighters right now. You got Devontae Tank Davis, which Mike Tyson loves Devontae Tank Davis. That's as equivalent as giving me a title. Mike Tyson, I'm Mike Tyson's favorite fighter. Forget about the title. I already got a title just by him saying that. Mike Tyson's approval probably worth more than Javante Tan Davis' regular WBA belt. What you think? <laughs> I think Javante Tan Davis agree with me. We got Ryan Garcia, the new golden boy. The new golden boy. I like golden boy promotion. They got the past. I mean, they had the past. They got the present and they got the future. All locked down. Virgil Ortiz. Ooh. Right now we're talking about Virgil Ortiz versus Boots Ennis. Ooh. Lord, 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 please do not wait too long. Please do not wait too long. That is the fight I want to see. And I hope these guys, these young guys are learning from the prime fighters right now. Fight your fight right now. 
Oscar De Hoya fought. Julio Cesar Chavez at the age of 22, 23. He was already a two-time division world champion. And look at his long reign. He retired young because he did it while he was young. Canelo Alvarez fought Mayweather. Split decision. Then fought names after names after names. And guess what? He's 29 years old. Made all the money. The most lucrative contract in the sport of boxing. Not only in the sport of boxing, but the sport of sports entertainment. And look at him. He's running out of opponents at the age of 29. He good. Look at the fight. Who's going to fight? Killing Plant? People, Canelo's favorite. Benavidez, Canelo's the favorite. Go back to the middleweight division. Charlo, Canelo's the favorite. Bubu, Canelo's the favorite. But at the end of the day, I said in one of my videos in Punch Drum Boxing, I said in my Punch Drum Boxing channel that Bubu gives him, I think, the hardest luck. 6-1. Southpaw. Long. Pause. Could switch it up. An Olympian. Defense. Reflexes. Jab. Um, very consistent with the jab. And disciplined with the jab. Especially in the era today where they don't jab a lot. High volume puncher. Can't say he's a knockout artist, but he'll sting you. I believe that's probably the biggest challenge for me, in my opinion. For Canelo Alvarez, just because Andre got a style that's very unpredictable. But was Canelo a big fight? That's it. He challenged himself. He got paid. Why these fighters don't want to do that? Why are they fighting for? Why are they waiting for that one fight? Why these fighters don't want to fight for legacy no more? Why? Why? At the end of the day, you gonna have all the money in the world, but when you retire. Your legacy reigns supreme. That's what I believe. Your legacy will reign supreme. You could, you, it, it, this is what I say. And if any fighters are listening right now, just listen to me. Listen to your fan. Because at the end of the day, you are my modern day war, modern day gladiators. Ain't nobody going to talk like that. Not like me. Not like Mr. Moonshine himself. That's how much I love these fighters, these men and women. At the end of the day, I just hold you accountable. Of course, you might not like what I say, but at the end of the day, I will fight for y'all. Right? So, I say, listen to me on this one. Just listen to me on this one. This is just moral, morally speaking. Forget about chasing that one purse. Create that great legacy. And I don't, just listen to me, because I know that once I said that, probably the, the fighter's going to be like, come on, man, I am a boy about legacy. What you talking about? Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm here. Listen to me. Create a great legacy. Forget about that one purse you're searching or mar over marinating just so you can get that purse. Create your legacy because a purse is just worth a purse. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. You could invest in it or things of that nature, but your legacy will reign supreme. Your legacy. See, the type of legacy that you can have a grandson or your great-grandson and they live off your legacy. I'm not even talking about the purse. They just living off your last name. Muhammad Ali, his kids, they, just because they are Ali, they got it. Mike Tyson kids. Mike Tyson daughter's playing tennis. Guess what? She going to get endorsement. She going to get luck because Mike Tyson's daughter. Mike Tyson could be broke right now. You know what? Just because of his legacy, he could still make money. Take, 
put it this way Mike Tyson right now has $30 million Take that $30 million and he'll make it back in the end of the year You know why? Because his legacy reigns supreme His legacy reigns supreme There's a lot of fighters That their legacy reigns supreme There's a lot of artists Let's say musician artists Eminem, he don't have to rap for five Seven years Guess what When he comes out It's Eminem It will reign supreme Haley His daughter Why do I know Haley Because it's Eminem Eminem's legacy She will reign supreme Whatever she wants to do If she wants to be like You know what I'm gonna be in a Let me get a reality show I'm Eminem's daughter The legacy Reign supreme Your own family Will capitalize Off your legacy and people like to talk, I want to leave money to from generations and generations. I want to leave wealth from generations and generations to come. Your legacy could give him that. Just like Mike Tyson, just like Muhammad Ali. Do you think about Layla Ali, about her boxing career, or more that she's Muhammad Ali's daughter? Of course, of course, Layla Ali is probably one of the best bo- women boxing in the history of the sport. Or Why? Was she, she did her work. I'm not taking nothing away from you, Layla. I'm not taking nothing away from you. But of course you got that spotlight because Muhammad Ali's daughter, the legacy. The legacy. You understand what I'm trying to say? If you see VH1, all the growing hip hop, all these kids, I don't know them. All I know is that that's Damien Dash's son. That's Run's daughter. That's Run's son. That's Masterpiece's son. Their legacy reigns supreme. You can capitalize. That's, that's generational wealth. Your legacy can reign supreme. And that's what I tell the boxers right now. Fight your fight now. Hey, we can make Devin Haney for his reign. Garcia right now. They want to fight. Make them fight now. What they going to lose? Teofimo Lopez, one of, he, he's fighting for his legacy. That's why I like the kid. That's why I like Teofimo Lopez. That's why I say he's the number one. He's the, for me, he's the number one dude of all the young crops, of the young lines, of the young phenoms in the sport of boxing right now. Teofimo Lopez is number one. You know why? Because he's the one that's challenging himself. He's the one with the best resume. He's the one that beat Richard Comey, knocked out in the second round, and now he's about to fight Lumachenko. He could easily be like, you know what? Let me get the, the, let me let me get a little let me get like two fights before I fight Lomachenko. You know, I'm I'm young. He's the only one that's saying, you know what? Well, I'm not young. Top rack ain't saying, well, he's young. Nah, man, let me get that fight right now. I think I ain't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to retire by the age of my late my, my, my early thirties. I ain't trying to go all the way for 40 years old and keep on fighting. Get your legacy up. Get your legacy up. When is this over-marinating fight, I mean, era, is going to end? It's going to end when two prime dudes. There's two fights that the fans are asking for right now. Earl Spence, Book Crawford, got a fight now. It will make a lot of money. And it will probably be exciting. Look at, look at Earl Spence and his performance of Sean Porter. Exciting. Book Crawford has an exciting style. He just needs an exciting opponent. Earl Spence is going to be right in front of you because he plant his feet. He don't move too much. He's going to be there. He's going to swing. High volume puncher. But Crawford is going to get the opportunity to capitalize off his counter punching. It's going to be a great fight, y'all. Great fight. Make it happen now. Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Or Tyson Fury's performance versus Deontay Wilder. 
But of course, Anthony Joshua was going to fight his mandatory. We're going to fight Pulev. But could they make an undisputed bout? Could Deontay Wilder step aside? Maybe not. Could Deontay Wilder beat? Even if Deontay Wilder beats, it beats Anthony Joshua in the trilogy, Anthony Joshua beats Pulev, is that going to be a bigger fight today than it was yesterday? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I hope so. But it's time for people to stop overmarrying the fight. These people got to break the, the, the curse. The curse. Stop finding the blueprint. That's Manny Pacquiao and that's Flo Mayweather. Their legacy was cemented before they was fighting. Put it that way. If Flo Mayweather didn't fight Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao didn't fight Flo Mayweather. Their, their, their career is still cemented because look. Look at the outcome of it. Look at the outcome of it. Who cares? Who cares? Look at Manny, Manny Pacquiao right now. And look at Flo Mayweather right now. I don't even think it dented their legacy. I don't even see arguments. Well, Manny Pac- well, Flo Mayweather, what an incredible win versus Manny Pacquiao. They'd be like, it's just a win, just because of the performances. And because Manny and Flo Mayweather was 38 years old. And if it was, and, and what do people say about that fight? Well overdue. Past their prime. It ain't matter. It ain't matter. That much. As much as we want to think it mattered, it didn't matter. But it did start a trend. It started a new era. It gave birth to the over-marinating era. And it needs to end. It needs to perish. Step up, young fighters. Step up and follow other blueprints that has helped the sport of boxing. The golden era. Where guys was fighting each other. Best of the best in their prime. Golden boy. Oscar De La Hoya had his era. He fought everybody in his prime. Mike Tyson fought everybody. Beat all these grown men in an obliterated, devastating fashion. In his prime. The heavyweights fought each other in their prime. That's when we look at the heavyweight with Van the Holyfield, the Raider Bow, the Lennox Lewis in their prime. We need y'all to fight each other, but we need the fights that the fans want to see. It is a win-win situation, y'all. A win-win situation.